0: fun fact in japan you can hire a handsome man to show up at your office and watch sad videos with you until you cry then wipe those tears for you and if you actually think about it it probably might actually be one of the best professions on the planet at least for us guys you know if you are handsome that is because when you think about it it's pretty much just you being paid to friend zone like because that's how friend zoning works you know Uh, A babe talks about something, and you know, she goes through an experience and she tries to take you through it by her giving you the story. And then she starts crying, and you're supposed to be there for her with a hopeful pussy, but you know, you don't get none. And then you know, you go home after probably even spending your own money. But now you think about it if you actually were to do this, if you were to be hired to do this, imagine the amount of money you could make just for simping. And I'm not even doing this to talk about simps in a bad way or anything. Like, it genuinely does feel like it would be the best job for your typical simp. Because you think about it. You're being paid to simp. You're being paid to pretty much wipe the tears of a baby not going to bang. Like, a shoulder to cry on is a dick to ride on. If you're a simp, a shoulder to cry on remains a shoulder to cry on. And then someone else's dick is going to be ridden. So, if anything, this solves the entire problem. So, you can actually simp and get benefits out of it. So, it stops becoming simping and it starts becoming a friendship with benefits. Especially considering that you're going to have to watch most of whatever it is they're watching, which could be Japanese anime videos. And hell, even though you don't like anime, you can literally just tape a pillow onto your shoulder and then tell them every time they feel like a tear's dropping, like they just turn to you and their tear will get wiped away, and you've already solved it. So you'll pretty much just be paid to just sit there. And actually, now that I think about it, if you are just sitting there, then there's definitely other interesting things that you can do concurrently with you sitting and, you know, being the shoulder to cry on for whatever sad videos she's watching, which is listening to this podcast, which we should probably start. So in typical fashion, I usually like to start by saying, Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time Podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man whose clones come with simp modes, Japanese models exclusively, the others do not. He is a man who once believed that Bukaki was a Japanese form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Danver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, the drill is pretty simple. If you know the drill, then you can almost sing it along with me, kinda like the same way it sounds like a song. If you don't know the drill, then the drill is still pretty simple and you will hear it in just a second because it contributes to how it is that you can become a part of doing Tweet Street. you know? If you send it in, then I will probably cover it. So if you want to send it to me and you want me to cover it, then this is the drill on how you should do that. And the drill goes like this. You see that tweet? You like that tweet? You want us to discuss that tweet? You send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at BagakaTheD, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. If it happens to be a screenshot, a screen grab, which happens to be on Facebook or on IG, then the drill is also pretty simple. You just take that screenshot, you take that screen grab, you send it to at BreaktimeOnWestSide on IG or at BreaktimeOnWestSide on Facebook, which happens to be the Breaktime on West side Facebook page, and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. Now, I want us to get into the tweets real quick but before we do that, I want us to talk about Will and Jada Smith for a little bit. And yes, I know you're probably tired of hearing about them by now but just bear with me for a second because you are not the only person and or people that have gotten tired of listening to these guys because, and I kid you not, there is actually an online petition that is asking journalists to stop interviewing Will and Jada Smith. And so far, it has racked up a grand total of around 2,355 signatures as of the time of this recording. Now, the reasoning behind it, actually the person who did it, he's some guy called Morales, and uh, he's saying that his target was 2,500 signatures because, and I quote, the petition is more likely to get picked up by local news then, end quote. Now, Considering that independent Dokodo UK actually picked up on this entire thing, then it seems like it is actually picking up traction. Now the article says, and I quote, The Men in Black actor recently released a confessional memoir called Will which includes personal details about the celebrity couple's troubled marriage, Smith's fantasy harem of girlfriends, the actor's experience with psychedelic drugs, and his complicated relationship with his late father. Meanwhile, Pinkett Smith has recently discussed in interviews her husband's failure to satisfy her sexually on her Facebook chat show Red Table Talk. She has also spoken about previously being addicted to pornography, alcohol, ecstasy, cannabis and sex. Other recent admissions by Smith include that he was jealous of his wife's friendship with the late rapper Tupac Shakur and that he fell madly in love with former co-star Stockard Channing. Pinkett Smith has also spoken about her sexual relationship with rapper August Alsina. Smith also recently revealed that he dealt with being cheated on by a former girlfriend by having so much sex it made him quote unquote gag and fall ill as a psychosomatic reaction end quote and I kid you not this article goes as far as mentioning some other person's petition which said and I quote everything I learn about this couple is against my will end quote and pun intended I guess now after looking at this article I actually totally agree with him Like, this was one of those articles that I literally had to go and look through the moment I saw it. Because I feel like this is something that a lot of us really, really feel right now. Because, yes, I get it. Like, these guys are a very chilled, very interesting couple for some. But honestly, I think the majority of us are tired of them. It's like the moment these guys took the Fame Kool-Aid last year, I think it was in what? July? or August or May or June or some shit. It's like, they haven't wanted to let it go. It's like, they don't want to let this shit go. So they've been just divulging information on information and information. Like at this rate, I'm expecting Jaden Smith to start talking about, you know, his interest in dresses and possibly if he'd ever want to kiss or fuck a boy or some shit. Like these guys have given so much information about their lives. And most of it is usually the stuff that you say for your close friends. And even as you're telling it to your close friends, you start by saying or you finish by saying TMI. Like it's become too much. And I am hoping that I will not have to cover another Will and Jada story because I feel like this petition says it all for me. I am genuinely tired of seeing and hearing about these guys in the media like they have done it they have done it too much and they clearly do not understand how to pace themselves in terms of divulging information because i feel like the kardashians actually got it right and this is why i have mad respect for chris jenner like whatever scandals were coming out they'd come out in intervals like you can go you hear about some shit, that interest spikes and then you know it starts to go down then, at some point, when it's become a little bit quiet, then they shock everyone again, you know, with Kim's uh, nude pictures leaking or some shit, and then it shoots up again. And then it starts to come back down again. Then all of a sudden, you'll hear, I don't know, like uh, Kim K and Pete Davidson are having a thing. Then all of a sudden, it shoots back up again. Like they allow people to forget them for a little bit and then they pop back up again so it makes sense but these guys are like just staying up staying up staying up even even before the whole trendiness and the whole fire with the previous story is done there's another one that's hitting like it's honestly quite annoying and frankly i am glad that this is actually picking up traction i honestly hope that every single journalist just stops interviewing these guys for like a year let's just have a year without hearing from them and then we can move on very well and we can actually have a much more interesting entertainment news section. But so far, I feel like that's already done its course and I hope that every journalist chooses to ignore this while I also choose to because I want to move it on to the tweets. So on to our very first tweet. Calling a man the goat, Because he sent a girl back home since he expected sex from said girl he paid a vacation and flights for is why us men miss the plot. Paying for a vacation is not consent. Alright, so I wanted to start with this particular tweet because it revolves around a story that kind of ended up sort of trending on Kenyan Twitter towards the end of last weekend. And it was about some guy who had taken some babe on a one-week vacation, went, paid for the flight, paid for the hotel, and when he was trying to get her into bed with him, she refused. So the next thing that this guy chooses to do is to call the airline and move up her return ticket to the following day. And she was to leave the following morning. And he didn't really bother. There were two beds in the room, so he just told her to take the other bed. So now, Shori hears that, automatically, she moves to the main bed and you know she's like all right fine you know how about we do this oh blah 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 we don't have to move it till tomorrow because apparently she had already told her friends that she'd be in coast for like an entire week so this guy was like nah I'm not doing it I do not want you no more like I am not going to make it look like I coerced you into doing this so all of a sudden while like, well, this shorty is busy trying all of that shit. you know she's pulling a skirt up showing a little bit of booty you know allows some of that shit. and this guy did not do anything so he ended up moving from the main bed where he was goes to the kids bed and once she left you know he even sent her like uber money to take her home now people were busy complaining about this entire story and while he even added that you know like this babe was an escort and he even like openly stipulates every time he's messaging these babes like i'm going on a vacation with you and i will pay for everything like he knows very well he is paying for for the babes and he says very well that he is taking them on a more escort like service now people kind of had mixed reviews on this and babes were kind of all up in arms taking the whole oh you know it does not count as consent just because you paid and here's the thing here's the thing i feel like we need to have a very interesting conversation on the idea of guys paying for trips because they want a bang and women playing around with that and manipulating the consent card so that they can get a free trip because that is something that needs to be discussed at length because While I can agree on the whole just because you paid for a vacation does not consent to you having sex with a babe, at the same time, even we need to start asking ourselves or at least even the babes need to start asking themselves, when you're going on a trip with this guy and it's just the two of you, what the hell do you think was going to happen? Like were you guys gonna go and sing Kumbaya? huh? This guy has probably expressed interest in you before and then he tells you that y'all are going out on a trip are you telling me that you are so naive or you are so dumb that you do not see that this guy probably wants to be in a room alone with you, which is exactly what will probably happen in the trip. And then he's going to want to do the do with you. Like, does it not occur to you that this guy might want to do that? Because a lot of times you hear babes will get into this entire thing, you know, decide to go on a trip with a guy and it's just the two of them. Then they go to a hotel room, they go to a campsite or some shit and then when this guy wants to do the do, all of a sudden that's when she's like, oh, I'm on my period, I can't do it, oh, I just can't, oh, you're not supposed to touch me like that, oh, I have a boyfriend. Of which, you know, nowadays at least that latter one doesn't mean shit for us guys. Like when two fully grown straight adults, each of the opposite sex choose to go to a place where they can be alone together what do you think is going to happen like yes you guys can be prayer partners but let me just be clear over here if you two prayer partners are taking a vacation together then there's a pretty good chance you might be screaming out the good old father's name for different reasons other than prayers like let's just be straight about that shit and i don't know maybe it's because us guys are very sexual in our minds or you know maybe it's just because us guys know this shit very well like Even when a babe is inviting us over to that place and says, you know what? It's been a minute. How about you come through? You know, you should chill around. Hell, you should even sleep over. I know for a fact there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to go and lay pipe or I'm expected to go there and lay pipe. All right. So if I can think that through and I can pretty much decipher what it is that this person wants, are you that naive or that dumb that you won't? Because I honestly feel like a lot of babes will play this card and act like they're naive, act like they don't know, yet they know very well that this guy wants to smash. But because they have the consent card on their side, they are willing to play with it so that they don't get to fuck this guy and they still get the free trip. But guess what? This guy on Twitter, this guy actually managed to play that card right back on them. And he clearly told the babe that he had even paid that, you know what? Go back home. I don't even want the whole coerced bit where you now want to bang me. Because even he understood, if it's coerced consent, then there's a pretty good chance that that does not count as consent as well. So, honestly, I feel like babes need to stop playing with this card. Because us guys are pretty much done with it, and it's a card that's pretty much been overused, and we're tired of that shit. And in that same exact breath, I will say this. Fellas, if you're going to go out on a trip with a babe, make sure you tell them, by the way, there's a pretty good chance we'll bang, or I want to bang, let's go on this trip. Like make sure you lay it out bare so that if she says yes there, if she starts to say no there yes, she might have the consent play but at that point, it is totally within your right because she has changed the terms of the agreement to also alter your terms of the agreement and decide you know what, I might as well just go back home. I might as well find my way back home and let you find yours if that's how it looks. Like honestly, I wouldn't even mind that. I know it sounds disrespectful and shit but honestly, at this point, I really don't give a fuck. Like, babes need to stop playing around with this entire card. Y'all can't be getting free trips for nothing. Like, y'all know very well exactly what's happening. And fellas, even you guys need to stop being dumb. Make sure you lay it out bare. Bring your confidence up to the level where you can straight up tell this babe on text or on phone and just be straight up and tell them, you know what, I want to fuck. Or, there's a pretty good chance that I am going to fuck. Or, I am taking you on this trip and I genuinely want to hit it. So that if she's going to say no there and then on text then fine you can go and get somebody else if she is going to say yes and then alter the terms later on and say no then you can definitely pull back and go and change your terms in your entire way just make sure you do not force yourself on her but that said let us move it on to our very next tweet you're not asking for too much you're asking the wrong nigga all right so i feel like this is sometimes true but at the same time not true because it's very very subjective it depends on what it is that you're asking for plus at the same time you need to accept that sometimes your babes ask for too bloody much like genuinely so like when you look at the guy that you're with you need to be able to assess what it is that he can and can't do or at least what it is he could or could not be able to provide because like take for example if it's somebody like me If you ask for flowers, it's not that it's too much, it's just that I personally feel that flowers are a very, very shitty thing to spend your money on. But that's just me. Like, I personally feel like it's a shit investment. It's not like you're gonna eat them, it's not like you're going to enjoy them, you're literally just gonna look at them. And on top of that, they're cumbersome to store and they'll probably die after a couple of days. So that's just what I think about them. But when you go to another guy and you know you want flowers, there's guys that'll give you a flower or an entire bouquet every day every week or you know like once a month or twice a month or during every occasion like just to show how romantic they are because they're down for that shit so in this case you can say that it's not that you're asking for too much from me you're just asking the wrong guy so maybe if you are dating another guy then he'd be down to get you the flowers but think about it in the sense of you're asking for like a five star dinner from a guy that makes one or two star money like Aren't you asking a little too much? Or say, if you ask for a car from somebody that's very stingy, aren't you asking a little bit too much? Like I know that's a bit of an extreme example, but essentially you need to look at how much this guy is willing to stretch himself in order to gift you whatever it is that you want. And yes, sometimes it's not even monetary because if you say that you want to spend time with me, but I spend say 70% of my time working, and 25% of my time sleeping and eating, then the other 5%, if I give it to you and you say that it's not enough, then you're probably asking for too much there. But at the same time, if I'm somebody who has a lot of free time and I am telling you that I do not have time for you because you know I'm just chilling with the boys, then maybe you're asking the wrong guy. So this in and of itself is mostly contextual rather than fact or truth. Like it's entirely based off of context. So before you boot your guy for being quote unquote the wrong nigger, make sure you've asked yourself if you are asking for too much from him before you make that decision. Otherwise you'll be booting the right guy for the wrong reasons. But that said, we should probably move it on so on to our final tweet of this episode. That narrative of you are the one who pushed your partner to cheat is the same one with you pushed your partner to abuse you, gaslighting at its best. Alright, this I cannot agree with. I have to straight out come out and say that this I cannot agree with. And it's for a very simple reason actually. While I can agree that yes, the narrative isn't right and you shouldn't justify doing someone else's acts because of someone else you need to accept or at least we all need to accept that a lot of our decisions are based off of someone else influencing us. Like your purchasing decisions are probably as a result of marketing by a certain organization or advertising or someone else's choice because word of mouth does wonders to people. Advertising does wonders to people. So the acts of someone else can very well influence what it is that you do. And by all means, I'm not saying this to endorse cheating or or domestic abuse. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, we need to ask ourselves, what is it that someone did that caused the other person to do that? Because it's not that they were pushed to do it. They were influenced to do it. Because if, say, for example, your partner is hitting you or, you know, constantly hits you, even though it's single hits over a long period of time and they're all spaced apart, if you suddenly choose to react the next time you hit by hitting back then at that point it was a case of influence i'm not saying that it's right or that i agree with it but it is actually justified just the same way if you find that someone's partner is cheating and they've been doing it for a long time not with one person with multiple partners and then you as the partner that's been staying faithful finally decide to go out and start cheating While I do not agree with it, while I do not see it as right, hell, I'm one of the people that actually speaks against revenge cheating, I will say for a fact that it does carry its justifications. So maybe instead of saying that you were pushed by your partner to do something, what you can say instead is your partner's actions influenced what it is that you did or justified what it is that you did. Even though at that point, the whole term justified will definitely seem like a very debatable term. But that said, we all need to accept one thing. Your actions are your own. Whether you're influenced by one thing or another, at the end of the day, your actions are your own. So what you choose to do, whether it's been influenced by someone else or not, is still your action. It's not yours and the person or the, or the party or, or the thing that influenced you it is your action alone so you should probably take responsibility for that but that said, I might be wrong about this, just to say way I might be wrong about everything. So I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open. On Twitter, it is at Bagaka the D, which happens to be my personal handle. On Facebook and on IG, it is at BreakTimeOnWestSide. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly. If you are listening through some app that allows for ratings and reviews, one of or a few of those will definitely be appreciated. And I will catch you guys on the next break.